Hello listeners, welcome to Rise to Spotlight, the platform for authors and artists where we assist with building web presence, publish books and create digital outreach. This is your host Nidhi Batra with another episode of Rise to Spotlight Talks. My guest today, Sean Nigro, is an author of two children's book. He is the co-host of the Writer's Block Improv Story podcast and singer, songwriter, rapper with three full-length albums currently streaming on most music platforms. Sean is also the founder of the Eight Sparks Media Collective, which focuses on telling engaging stories across multiple mediums. He is indeed a man of many talents and I am thrilled to have him on a show today. Hey Sean, welcome. Hi, thank you for having me. Sure. So Sean, tell us more about your creative journey, you know, from musician to author to storytelling. How did it all happen for you? Um, well, I think the music and the storytelling kind of happened around the same time when I was, you know, five or six or seven, when I was very young. Um, and as I was thinking about this question before the podcast, uh, I realized that I used to write or try to write a lot of screenplays. So I think it started with me in a visual way. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to make movies and that's the way I wanted to do my stories. Um, and I think the music kind of coincides with that because I would listen to soundtracks like, um, Will Smith, he had the wild, wild West and men in black mm-hmm. and soundtracks like that. And then, Later, as I grew up a little bit, uh, the Quentin Tarantino movies, and he's big on um, picking the songs for his soundtracks so that the music becomes a part of the story. And I think that with me, the music, the lyrics are a little bit more personal, um, but I think it just, just kind of goes with that visual aspect. And so fast forward. Um, with the visual stuff, now I'm writing children's books and I've just released my second children's book. And obviously that is composed of, of illustrations. Um, so it just, it was a natural fit to write story, write the children's books and have the illustrations. It's like a little mini movie. I like how you say children's book as a mini movie because of the illustrations. Yep. So then, uh, you know, from writing songs, to writing children's book and writing the stories. So how is, or what is the mindset or the thought process as those are different creative uh, mediums? So how do you move around between different creative uh, mediums, whether that's song or stories? Um, That is a good question. With the songs, I think it always starts more with an emotion. Mm -hmm. Um, And especially with the rap that I do, it's kind of like, a poem like haikus where you have a specific, you know, line by line format. And that almost helps because it restricts you in a way it forces any other way of telling out. So you have to tell the story just this way and it allows you to focus more, if that makes sense. So you feel like these songs are more emotional than uh, writing the stories? Not always. More reactive. I'm, I'm reacting to, emo- you know, if I'm angry or I'm, jealous mm-hmm. or anything like that, it, it comes out immediately as a song. And with the stories, it's still emotional, but it's it's something that I'm thinking about. 
as I'm doing, so it's a little bit more mature, I guess. <laughs> right. Remind me, so I know that your stories are more related to mostly, uh, you know, science fiction. So when uh, when it comes to stories, are you just confined to science fiction genre only, or uh, you ex- you've done more than science fiction? Um, I have done more than science fiction, and when when you say science fiction, um, I always like to distinguish between hard sci-fi like Star Trek and mm-hmm. Star Wars, which is more like fantasy science fiction. And I think I'm somewhere in between. Um, I, I've always liked the psychological aspect of sci-fi with movies like Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Well, that's my favorite. You know, Donnie Darko, stuff like that, uh, where where the sci-fi, it's like, especially with this upcoming seed collection that I have coming out, short story collection, I like stories that involve some sort of futuristic technology and explore the way humans interact with it. I know. I think we all like that fantasy, you know, live in that fantasy world. So, so then um, tell us more. You were talking about your new book, um, A Boy and His Fish. So what inspired you to write that? Yeah, so I started writing that in 2016 as a poem. Um, and I always like to say there's a John Denver song at the end of one of his albums that's like a spoken word poem. It's like about a box um, with like evil that comes out and there's there's a moral lesson in it. I can't remember the exact lesson, but um, so when I wrote it, I actually kind of wrote it as a song and it is a song on one of my recent albums, believe it or not, the entire wow. boy and his fish story. Um, but it, that was in response to uh, a friend of mine had passed and I, in, I guess in order to cope, I went out and bought a goldfish. These mm-hmm. people cope in strange ways, but I bought a goldfish and his name was Spark, if anyone's, which kind of lends itself to 8 Sparks Media. The story itself is about a boy in a similar predicament. You don't, it doesn't really reveal it to the end, but he's going through grief and depression, attempting to talk to this goldfish in his room, who he keeps saying refuses to talk back. Right. And by the end of the story, he does go back to reality and he puts on on a suit, on a black suit and some black shoes, um, implying that he's going to a funeral. I won't give away if the fish does or doesn't talk. (laughs) Right. You have to read the book for that. Yeah. And uh, I got to shout out the illustrator, of course, because she brought the story to life. Uh, Becky Kalimnik, who is also a fellow podcaster and who also plays violin on one of my songs. Nice. And I like the subject of the book because it's very relevant um, with what everybody around the world has gone through in with this um, pandemic. So, you know, coming out of that depression or, you know, facing the reality and then you telling that story with your book, I think many people could relate to that. Yes, I agree. And I, you know what, I hadn't even thought about that <laughs> when I released it, because like I said, I, I started writing it in 2016. So no, I think it's relevant in today's world because it takes a lot of effort to, you know, everybody, as you said, has their own mechanism to cope with the grief and it's not easy. Yeah. So let's switch gears to the stories. I've listened to the writer's blog podcast, TWB, and um, you, your stories are fantastic. Thank you. So tell us more like, how do you come up with those stories? Um, okay, so the podcast is with um, my friend, and he's also a writer, Clarence Carter. Basically, what happens is we we have a conversation, and 
either just the two of us or with a guest who's usually like an editor or writer or uh, we know a lot of audiobook narrators at this point, uh, which is wonderful. And we, yeah, we usually talk about writing and what we're learning because we're still both pretty new in the industry and what we're learning as we go and tips that people might need or benefit from. And then about 20 minutes in, we jump into a back and forth. It's, I kind of always refer to it like a game of hot potato with words. <laughs> right. We take turns, we go back and forth, and we try to keep a cohesive story going for like 20 minutes. Uh, except when guests come on, we have like five random words that we all try to sneak into our turns. Um, but other than that, we don't, we try not to stick to any one genre. You, you probably mm -hmm. noticed every episode is almost a completely different genre or blends genres. And the only um, consistent thing that we've done that we hadn't planned in the beginning is now we have a, a like a sort of little universe where characters might pop up again and timelines connect. Wow. And it's gotten to the point where we're talking about or I'm talking about maybe doing a comic book or some sort of spinoff where it would be a serialized um, universe of stories. Hmm, interesting. So, Sean, um, you know, Rise to Spotlight is the platform for authors and artists. So for all the listeners who aspire to write stories, tell us, based on your experience, what are the three major elements they should consider when they need to write a memorable and engaging story? I think the most important would be character um, and making them relatable in some way, um, realistic, not over the, although there's a place for it, you know, in genre fiction with um, some stereotypes and character tropes i think most importantly a character should be relatable uh and then next would be obviously action things need to happen it can't all just be a rant in some inside somebody's head unless you're experimenting um with the story format and then last but not least would be the plot you know uh, some sort of uh, message or idea that these character or problem that these characters are trying to solve character action and plot so i think those three elements if used correctly can can make a memorable story so any particular story of yours that you feel wow this was amazing off the top of my head i would say the seed which is the last and title story of the upcoming collection the sci-fi collection because like i was saying about technology and how human beings are benefited by or made worse by it it's, it's sort of a self-reflection of how we interact with our phones and how we think we're, we've become more social but at the same time we might also be distancing ourselves yes that's a true yes we, we are so engaged thinking that we have so many friends on these social medias but at the same time at times we feel so disconnected for advice for other writers is to absorb and experience as much as you can of the of your surroundings. Don't stay in your room like the boy with his fish. Right. Get out there and and learn things and and get into uncomfortable situations. You know, as long as you're not putting yourself in in danger. And absorb. And I think that's that's ultimately what makes good writing and memorable writing. I I do want to say real quick that seed story has actually been narrated by. Uh, one of my narrator friends, Kaylee Peckford, on the Story Incorporated podcast. 
And that is definitely worth checking out. She did a wonderful job bringing that to life. Oh, good to know that. So let me first ask, are there any other projects of yours that are pipelined or what else to expect from Sean in the coming months? Uh, in the coming months would be that seed uh, sci-fi collection. And my other illustrator, Keith Talbot, who did the illustrations for my other children's book, Koala Celebrate Songkran, which came out last year. He is amazing. I, can, I have to give a shout out to Keith. Keith is amazing. I know he's from UK. Yes. I don't remember specifically where. He has a very, very thick accent. We actually had him on the pod. He does the illustrations for the podcast as well. Yes, I have seen that. And that's where it blew up my mind. <laughs> oh, I forgot what you asked me. I'm sorry. <laughs> So what are the other projects? We were talking about the projects. So you said Seed is there. Um, for children's book, I have like three other ideas. I have a little alien character that I won't give away just yet. Um, but next is probably going to be a second koala book because the whole thing with the koala books is each book is, is going to teach a, a different part of Thai culture mm -hmm. through the eyes of this curious koala. Um, Clarence and I are, cause I actually have another podcast called eight sparks stories. And that's where we get professional narrators to narrate our short stories. So it's more straightforward. Uh, so we're talking about bringing more of our stories in for a second season of that. Sean, so your experience speaks volume and you have given some great advice. So before we leave any word of advice to our listeners, uh, like I said, go out and absorb your surroundings. But other than that, you know, don't hesitate. Just do what, what you think you want to do. Um, you're going to make mistakes along the way inevitably. And the best way to learn is to just do what you want to do and learn from those mistakes and, and get better over time. Yeah, I think that's an amazing advice. Until and unless you try your hands to do it, you will know what you know what is installed in you so give it a try do not hold that up listeners listen to sean here and just try it out sean how can my listeners reach out to you um you can find the writer's block has its own facebook page but i think it would be easier to find it uh through eight the number eight sparks media on facebook or as its own website uh, and then there's Eight Sparks Kids, which is more focused on the kids' books. Recently, I like I said before we started podcast, is uh, currently experimenting with TikTok. So you can find me there um, under my name, Sean J. Nigro. Sean, thank you so much for being here and talking to us about your amazing journey, all the creative creativity that you have instilled for you and sharing the great tips for our listeners. Thank you again. Thanks again for having me. I've, I've had a wonderful time. Sure. Listeners, remember the quote from Maya Angelou. There is no greater agony than bearing an untold story inside you. On that note, this is your host, Nidhi, signing off for today. To learn more about our platform, visit www.risetospotlight.com and do subscribe to our channel so that you do not miss any new episodes. I will meet you again in my next podcast. Till then, goodbye and stay safe.